There's a, a realization that technology tools and strategies may not have the same level of success within healthcare as it does within other segments of the economy. Good day, and welcome to another HIMSS podcast. I'm Bill Sawicki, Managing Editor of Healthcare IT News, a HIMSS media publication. Today, we have an exciting topic, health IT investing, and we have a great expert to talk us through the ups and downs and ins and outs of this chunk of the market. It's Shahab Vagafi, Managing Director at Thomas H. Lee Partners. He is involved in the firm's healthcare portfolio with a particular focus on healthcare technology. Welcome, Shahab. Thank you, Bill. Uh, pleasure to be here. Appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, so I have a number of questions for you today, so let's get to it. Um, first of all, uh, please tell our audience a bit about your professional self and your work in health IT investing. Yeah, happy to. Um, so I began my career in finance over 20 years ago. Uh, originally started in investment banking, um, originally with JP Morgan, uh, and then following a couple of years there with uh, Credit Suisse. Um, I transitioned into private equity um, following business school uh, and started in the middle market buyout fund at the Carlisle Group uh, here in Washington, D.C. Uh, subsequently left the Carlisle Group um, and helped co-found uh, a lower middle market healthcare fund called Martis Capital, uh, which I helped build from the ground up about 12, starting about 12 years ago. Um, Following the successful raising and deployment of uh, three separate funds at Martis um, and um, deploying over uh, a billion and a quarter of capital there, uh, I joined THL last year in 2021 to help build out the HCIT practice at the firm. Um, in terms of specific work in HCIT, uh, so I currently serve on the board of Intelligent Medical Objects. Um, it was a recent investment that we made um, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, at THL, um, and then previously at Martis, uh, I served on the boards of uh, Qualifax Credible, which is a behavioral-focused uh, EHR platform, um, Altruista Health, which is a care management uh, solution for payers, uh, and I also worked on transactions for Epic Systems, which is the large acute EHR, uh, as well as HHA Exchange, which is essentially an ERP system for home care agencies. And uh, what piques your interest so much about uh, health technology and health IT? Yeah, great, great question, Bill. Uh, I, I think for me, it really stems from uh, looking at the healthcare ecosystem, which remains, um, you know, quite frankly, uh, a couple steps behind most, most other um, industries within the economy in terms of technology adoption, technology need. Uh, and you really see avenues whereby um, IT solutions are able to make a large difference for virtually every stakeholder within uh, the healthcare system, be it providers, payers, patients, and the clinicians. Um, these are areas where you can drive greater efficiency, better care, lower costs, and it's really the adoption of these tools that um, is driving growth within the system, um, and, and it's really just an exciting area to be uh, to be involved with these days. All right. Well, let's uh, jump into some of your analysis here. 
Um, let's start big picture. Uh, the market overall has been on a pretty downward trend. How has this been affecting healthcare IT investing? And what is today's M&A and, uh, environment like? Yeah, so uh, uh, maybe the last question first. I actually think overall the, the investment environment for HCIT actually remains relatively robust. Now, uh, I would say things are certainly slowing down a little bit versus 2021 and 2020. Um, but quite frankly, I think most folks feel that the, the, the pace of the past couple of years was likely not sustainable. Um, you know, I think there's also been a little bit of a shift in the mindset uh, of a number of investors. So the past couple of years or really several years, I think the, there was a common thesis around you know, growing at all costs um, uh, and really trying to accelerate you know, top line growth maybe with a little bit less focus on bottom line profitability. Um, I think quite frankly that, you know, over the past several weeks and couple months, I think that's now being replaced with a focus on both growth and profitability. Um, and that's what investors are really, um, are really valuing these days, uh, especially with, you know, access to the public markets largely, largely being shut off today. Um, the ability to continue funding losses for the medium and long-term for many business models, it's not there anymore. And I think you're seeing that reflected uh, in a number of the HCIT and digital health stock prices over the past few weeks. Um, in addition, you know, I would say there's just a renewed flight to quality. Um, you've got, um, you know, in terms of the opportunities that we've seen, you've got a number of A, A-plus assets and management teams that I, you know, I, th- I still think in the current environment are commanding premium valuations. And those are still in highly competitive processes, but I think there's just a number of, you know, B maybe B minus assets that we're hoping to ride upon, uh, you know, the previous market momentum of the past couple of years. And I think those companies are either hitting pause uh, on their recapitalization processes, or the investors are being forced to consider, you know, much lower valuations than they were expecting. Um, you know, last but not least, I, I think a number of investors in both the private and public markets are realizing that healthcare is kind of a unique animal. Um, You know, I think specifically with respect to technology, um, you know, I think there's a a realization that, you know, it may not, technology tools and strategies may not have the same level of success within healthcare as it does within other segments of the economy. You have a highly complicated end market a very localized end market with multiple stakeholders that quite frankly, at the end of the day may have competing interests. And so I think you've seen, you know, um, a few of the large technology companies uh, have a bit of a retrenchment or even a restart on some of their healthcare initiatives. Uh, And you're seeing some newer um, areas of investment, such as insure tech, where you have a number of startups that, you know, are quite frankly facing uphill battles uh, you know, in terms of performance, shareholder activism, and things of that nature. So tell me, how are you uh, picking your spots? Very good question. Um, you know, so uh, THL, I would say, takes a, a highly targeted approach uh, to our investment strategy. Um, we invest behind what we call ISOs, which are identified sector opportunities. 
Um, we look to go very deep in these few select areas. And typically these are areas where we have prior or related experience. Um, they are areas where we believe there are strong, long-term fundamental growth drivers. Uh, and they are also areas where we believe that our team internally, as well as our relationship network can drive uh, differentiated value creation opportunities. Um, you know, fundamentally, we are looking at proven business models um, within healthcare that deliver better care, uh, that reduce costs, uh, and or provide a better clinician uh, or patient uh, experience. Um, we, we seek to partner with the best companies in these ISOs, uh, the best management teams, and quite frankly, we are willing to pay a premium for those assets. Um, we believe that over the longer term, investing behind those companies and teams is going to deliver differentiated returns for our investors. Um, and then last but not least, I'd, I'd say that we're also flexible. Uh, we've got multiple pools of capital um, and we don't have a strict mandate uh, with respect to our investments. We really try and tailor the right capital solution for each situation. So that could be a um, majority buyout, it could be a growth equity situation, or it could be a partnership with another investor. It really just depends on the situation. Are there any particular technologies that are grabbing your interest, like artificial intelligence or natural language processing, those kinds of things? Uh, there are. Um, we are, um, you know, I'd say we are focused on a few different areas within um, HCIT today in terms of um, subsectors. You know, some of the areas that we are spending time um, uh, would be, I'd say, pr provider operational tools. So I mentioned uh, the board that I'm on today, IMO, Intelligent Medical Objects. Um, uh, we also did an investment in a company called Qventus. Those both sit squarely within the, the provider ecosystem, helping uh, drive better efficiency and reduce costs within hospitals and health systems. Um, so that's one area that we're spending time. Um, one other area that we're spending time would be uh, pharma tech and e-clinical. So really tools that help um, large pharma sponsors, uh, as well as CROs, um, conduct uh, clinical trials. Um, and then uh, another area that we are spending time more broadly, both from a provider as well as a payer perspective, is um, patient and member engagement um, uh, and, and looking at some digital tools there as well. So, makes sense. Um... So what's top of mind for you as you, as you look at the rest of 2022? So I, I would say um, for, first and foremost, uh, as, as everyone knows, I mean, it's a volatile and uncertain macroeconomic backdrop today. Um, and we just want to ensure that all of our portfolio companies and the management teams are, are well prepared to handle anything that may come their way, uh, you know, for the balance of 2022 and beyond. So whether that's, um, you know, labor shortages and wage inflation, uh, supply chain disruptions, or any other potential macro shocks, uh, we are, you know, we're proactively working with our management teams to help them think through any potential business challenges for the balance of this year and, and 2023. Um, you know, for me personally, I'd say I'm curious to see how the current investment environment continues to develop. You know, you've got rising inflation and interest rates. 
Um, but quite frankly, you've never had more dry powder available to be deployed. Um, so, you know, back to my point on the, the tier one, the AA plus assets, you know, do those opportunities become even more hyper-competitive uh, with this continued flight to quality? Or do you just see a, a broader, you know, sort of um, trend of, you know, taking stock and maybe taking a bit of a breather here for the, for the back half of 2022? Um, and then, you know, last but not least, um, we're, we're always doing business development, trying to think through where we want to be. Really, at this point, it's not even 2022 anymore. It's 2023 and beyond. So getting in front of companies, getting in front of management teams uh, and really, you know, um, uh, you know, continuing that business development engine on our end. What on this note, what would you recommend to our HIMS listeners who are into health IT investing and who are looking at the rest of the year and wondering, you know, um, how they're supposed to, how they're supposed to deal with this market? Yeah, I, I mean, I think from my perspective, it's, you know, don't take a short term view, really have a view towards the long term. And I'll go back to my my prior comments around where we look to play, which is, you know, segments of the market with long-term growth uh, drivers and, and strong fundamentals, uh, quality assets, quality management teams. While there may be short-term hiccups, um, you know, and, and everything doesn't go up and to the right, um, over the medium to long-term, we think, you know, placing the bets in the areas that that have those um, have those characteristics and qualities over the long run, you'll be you know in in a decent shape. Uh, that sounds like very good advice. Um, one more question for you today, Shab. Sure. Uh, how has the COVID nineteen pandemic changed opportunities within the private markets? Yeah, great, uh, great question. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of different ways to answer that one. Um, you know, I think from maybe from my lens of, of HCIT, you know, I'd probably say that, you know, COVID highlighted, I think, the importance and the benefits of technology. Um, you know, I think there were a variety of solutions that that proved to be powerful tools, not, not only in healthcare, but quite frankly, for our day-to-day -day lives. Um, you know, within healthcare specifically, you saw, you know, the the rapid adoption of, of telehealth, um, remote patient monitoring for um, for clinical trials and and just general patient monitoring by clinicians. Um, you know, digital patient engagement tools um, while people are at home as opposed to coming into doctors' offices. You know, broadly work from home. I mean, was enabled by video conferencing like we're doing today and. Uh, and, and broadband, right? Uh, daily tasks like groceries and errands shifted to, you know, online, much, much more shifted to online fulfillment. I think if you think back to, you know, 10, 15 years ago, even five years ago, I think COVID would have had a much broader and much more negative impact on the, on the global economy if it, if it had happened, you know, and we didn't have some of the tools that we do today. Um, and even while there's been, you know, I'd call it quote unquote, a normalization, um, of some of the utilization of these tools, look at, you know, for instance, telehealth. Um, I still think that COVID has people focusing on the, you know, potential long-term impacts and permanent impacts of, of technology within our lives. So for instance, going back to work from home, 
the labor market is just much more competitive today than it was two, three, four years ago. Companies can hire people in in any geography. Um, you know, for private equity specifically, we can do management teams and conduct diligence and have board meetings over Zoom. So, you know, I think while the pandemic certainly closed off many aspects of our lives, I think it also opened up, you know, new avenues that, you know, we previously weren't aware of or or even really contemplated on a day-to-day basis. And so I just think it'll be really interesting to see how these technology trends continue, uh, you know, to shape and, you know, both our work and our personal lives, as well as, you know, industries like healthcare, which may be, you know, a step or two behind, uh, behind an adoption. So. Well, this was a great discussion. Um, I want to thank my guests today, Shahab Vagafi, who is Managing Director at Thomas H. Lee Partners. Thank you very much, Shahab. Thank you, Bill. Really appreciate the time. And thank you to everyone who's out there listening today. And stay tuned. There'll be another Hymns podcast coming soon. Thank you. Take care, everybody.